Uh, so this Sunday and next Sunday, we've got the kids in here with us. Uh, lots of kids ministry workers in uh, Michigan. We also want them to rest when they're back from Michigan. So this week and next Sunday as well, we're having a whole service in here with some teaching. I'm going to teach about Jesus being a generous giver, the God that gives, uh, meets all of our needs. I'm going to read from John chapter 6. I'm going to read from verses 1 through to 14. Sometime after this, Jesus crossed the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, that is the Sea of Tiberias, and a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the signs he performed by healing the sick. Then Jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming towards him, he said to Philip, where should we buy bread for these people to eat? Now he'd only asked this to test him, but he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, said it would take more than half a year's wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, and they sat down. About 5,000 men were there. Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled 12 baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. After the people saw the sign Jesus performed, thank you, James. Can you take two for yourself? Okay. One sit there. there we go. After, Jesus, after the people had seen the sign Jesus performed, they began to say, "Surely this is the prophet who has come into the world." Now I need a. a Boy, to come forward and give me two fish. Imagine that there's 5,000 men seated. That means that there were women and children as well. So you're probably looking around seven, 8,000 people. Does anyone be brave enough to give me their two small fish? Thank you. You can sit down now, Toby. <laughs> now, Jesus knew that everyone was really, really hungry. So is this what Jesus did? you. At least I'm not going to be hungry later on. Is that what Jesus did? I probably should have asked my son to do it, sorry. Mmm, very actually more chewy than I anticipated. The Lord pays double punishment to those who are greedy, to remember that. No, Jesus had compassion on people. One of the first things, you're going to get a lot more, I promise you. One of the first things Jesus does is he sees people. He has this great compassion on them. He knows their deepest needs and he meets their needs. So Jesus wasn't just thinking of himself. 
Wow, his shirt's shirted over. I am humiliated in my selfishness. Um, he was thinking of their deepest need, and he wanted to meet their needs. So when the boy gave two small fish and five loaves of bread, Jesus didn't just feed himself like a greedy, silly person who's underestimated Swedish fish and how long it takes to eat them. He actually broke them and gave them out. I'm going to ask you to come forward. Do you want to come and take a big handful out? Because whenever you start off with Jesus, take a big handful if you like. Yeah. Whatever you... (laughs) And you can share that with your brother. Whatever you start off with Jesus, whatever little you have, he gives you so much more. Jamie, could you go and hand these out to people? I'd like another three each, I think, and then we'll see what's left over. Whatever you... I'm not going to... <laughs> Jamie is like his dad. He's taking care of himself first. Uh, whatever you start off with, Jesus gives you so much more. And just after this bit of teaching, Jesus explained to his disciples, he says, I am the bread of life. Like, if you, if you come to me, you'll never be hungry again. And Jesus knows that people's deepest needs is a need to belong. A need to not be afraid of death. A need for purpose in life. And a need for for forgiveness. And what Jesus was teaching them, whatever you give to me, you will end up with so much more. That's why he said, "Count count the baskets, bring them over here. And there was so much more than they'd actually started with. So I'm going to ask you today, each one of us, what is it that we have that we can give to Jesus? Now, some people, it's an ability to be kind and share. Fantastic. Other people, it's an ability to be praying. Another one, to serve one another. Another one, to be caring and loving to one another. The biggest thing that we can give to Jesus that is amazing is our old lives. So each one of us has fallen short of who God wants us to be. The Bible calls that sin. And Jesus says, bring your sin to me. Bring your sorrow and sadness and repentance to me. And we give it to Jesus. And do you know what we get in return? He gets our sin and we get complete forgiveness. Everlasting life forever. And whether you're a kid and you remember you gave Jesus two Swedish fish and ended up with a handful, whatever we give to Jesus... Even if it's our sadness or loneliness, we can give it to him and he will multiply it so, so much. We can give him our despair. He gives us hope. We can give him fear. He gives us faith. We can give him a loneliness and he gives us an ability to love God, to love ourselves and to love others. What I do is give you an opportunity to give your sin to Jesus now. Some of us may have done it in the past. Some of us might want to do it today. I'm going to do a prayer for that. What that means is we say, Jesus, I don't want to be completely selfish all the time. I want to give my life to you. The Bible says that we have like a heart of stone until we give our heart to Jesus. Jesus comes in and gives us a new heart. 
a heart where we want to live for him and we want to live for others. What I'm going to do is I'm going to do the A, B, C prayer. A is admit, so we admit that we have sinned. B is that we believe Jesus has come to forgive us our sins and he's the son of God. And C is to commit our lives to him. We're going to bow our heads. If this is going to be the first time you've done it and you want to do it today, as I'm praying out loud, just think in your head, this is for me. Let's bow our heads as I pray. Lord Jesus, each one of us, whatever age or stage of life we are, we admit that we have fallen short of your perfect standard. We admit that we have been selfish. There have been ways that we have tried to get exactly what we wanted at the expense of others. There have been times we took care of ourselves and didn't bother with anyone else. Forgive us. B, we believe that you are the Son of God. You have the power to forgive sins, and we know you have the power to raise us from the dead in the fullness of time as you raised yourself on Easter Sunday. And C, help us to commit our lives to you. It does not mean we do it perfectly every day, but it does mean that we try each day to live as you would want us to live. Help us to be good at saying sorry. Help us to be good at saying, I love you, Father. Help me to live more like you. It's your name's sake, I pray. Amen. Now, if you came here today with someone and you said that prayer for the first time, you gave your life to Jesus, I would love you to share that with the person that you came with today. If that's you and you're a kid, we'll have a Bible for you next week. If you're an adult... We have a NIV Bible there and an Assurances of Salvation. We'd love for you to pick one of those up uh, later on in the service. I'm actually going to ask the band to come back up. It's been a refreshingly short message with candy. I still have red bits. I have discovered dental floss when I moved to America, but Swedish fish are terrible. I bought a box of 250. We now have 200. Uh, at church this morning. Probably not much left. Let's pray. Uh, Thank you, Dan and Jerry. We're going to pray. I'd love you. One of the best ways uh, when Jesus does a miracle, people worship. They stand up and say, whoa, who is this? Who is this? He has come into the world to save us and we praise him. There's no better way to start your week. There's no better way to start the service. There's no better way to uh, close up the service than worshiping God. I would love to pray for you. Um, We'll have a couple of other adults up here. If you want anything prayed for in your life, whether you're two or 200, congratulations if you're 200, uh, we'd love to be praying for you. I'll pray, and then I'll hand it over to Dan and Jerry. Father God, thank you. Thank you that you taught in parables. Thank you that you taught in object lessons, and it makes some of the most complex things easy to understand. Thank you that you give us salvation. Thank you that you are the bread of life. Whatever we have, Lord, help us to give it to you without fear that you're going to take it away and keep it yourself. But Lord, as a generous God who multiplies, giving us the very soul-deep needs that we need meeting. In Jesus' name, amen.